0: Welcome to the Opera Cheat Sheet. I'm St. John Flynn, and I'm Eric Skelly. And this week we're talking about Giacchino Rossini's *L'Italiana in Algeri*, yes. which debuted in Venice in 1813. Eric, indeed, and it's a wonderful, typical Rossini
1: comedy, screwball comedy. It's a, it's a wonderful vehicle for a really bravura mezzo soprano, both vocally and uh, if you've got a really great comedian, you know, like a Marilyn Horn. Boy, this is the role. <laughs> she, that they, role
0: being Isabella. Isabella, exactly. Set this up. We have this sort of weird situation at yeah. the beginning of the opera. We're in Algiers. Mm-hmm. Northern Africa. Africa. The Bay of Algiers, Mustafa, has a
1: prisoner, and he's an Italian. His name is Lindoro. And In fact, there
0: are quite a few Italian prisoners. That are serving as slaves in Algiers, aren't they? Indeed. Indeed, there there's are. a sort of whole community. Right. Like the Israelites in Egypt, for example.
1: Right. So you've got that situation in the um, the Palace of the Bay. Out on the sea, there's a ship coming in and actually crash lands on, on the coast of Algiers. It's shipwrecked. It's shipwrecked. And on the ship is an Italian woman named Isabella who has set off or set sail to find her lost love, Lindoro. Oh, <laughs> coincidence. Just happens to be <laughs>
0: <laughs> right where she's shipwrecked. What is a bay? It's a sort of a, a government official. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a title.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the, yeah, I guess he's sort of the, the potentate. He's the, the grand poobah. And what sort of person is he? Uh, he's kind of a buffoon. <laughs> he's our comic relief. You could just you could just stamp comic relief
0: right across his forehead. He's a a, a basso buffo.
1: He is indeed, which is to say, uh, a bass who sings comedic roles. Oftentimes, it's a an older bass who has sung, you know, leading bass roles in his time. You know the the Filippos and Don Carlo and the Ramfises and Aida and those sorts of things. And he's, he's gotten to a point in his career where he, he can't quite manage those so much. But, um, but this is a little bit more you know, in his wheelhouse, providing he can sing uh, Rossini's you know, sort of rapid fire. Uh,
0: that bel canto style that we all know and love.
1: Exactly right. Exactly right.
0: At the beginning of act 1, we have Elvira who is the wife of Mustafa. Right. She is lamenting the fact that her husband is no longer in love with her.
1: He's lost interest in her and he's got all these other women in the in the palace, but he's kind of not even interested in them so much. He's decided that what he needs is an Italian woman. Because <laughs> <laughs> because, because he thinks that all the women in his in his household are a little bit too um How how shall we put it? A little bit too headstrong. You know, they aren't quite obedient enough. And so whatever made him think that a European
0: woman would be more so, who knows? But again, he's our comic relief. So he actually devises this plan. He's going to get rid of Elvira by marrying her to Lindoro, who is his sort of favorite Italian slave. Right. Lindoro is not too thrilled with the prospect of marrying Mustafa's ex-wife because he's in love with Isabella and right. he wants to reunite with Isabella in some way, shape, or form.
1: Yes, not realizing, of course, that she's just crash-landed on the coast and is in search of him as uh, as we speak.
0: Mustafa sweetens the deal by saying to Lindoro, if you agree to marry Elvira, I'll give you your freedom. I'll put you on a ship back to Italy. Right. <laughs> so, right. that creates a dilemma for Landora, of course. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, He he's not gonna get out of that one in any good uh, sort of shape.
0: Mustafa sends the captain of his guard, Ali, to look for an Italian woman.
1: Right, at around the time that Isabella's ship crash lands on the coast, and uh, she steps ashore, and she, right off the bat, has a killer aria called Cruda Sorte. Uh, cruel fate. Cruel fate. Not realizing yet, of course, that she's crash landed in just exactly the right spot.
0: It's actually happy fate. It is
1: happy fate, <laughs> but she
0: doesn't know that yet. She is accompanied by Tadeo, who is this older Italian gentleman who is in love with Isabella.
1: Yeah, she brought him along for company, and she's kind of regretting it ever since.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So when they make it to shore, and they encounter Ali, they come up with a plan to sort of save themselves that they are, in fact, uncle and niece. Right, they're going to masquerade.
1: And so they're brought to the palace of of Mustafa, presenting themselves as, as an uncle and his niece.
0: Now, Ali is pleased because he thinks, I found the Italian girl for my boss. Right. And Mustafa takes one look at her and says, oh, yeah, <laughs> I want her.
1: And she takes one look at him and says, oh, my God, what a
0: face. <laughs> and could barely suppress her laughter. She's also, and this is a sort of mark of, of, the, the sort of the purity of her heart, she's also offended by the fact that Mustafa would try and get rid of his wife by marrying her off to somebody else. Right. And, of course, when they come into the presence of Mustapha in his palace, who does she see?
1: The man she's been searching the seven seas to find, <laughs> her own Lindoro.
0: Now, there is a reluctance on the part of Lindoro to marry Elvira. There is a reluctance on the part of Isabella to marry Mustafa
1: as well as a reluctance on the part of isabella to accept the affections of tadeo
0: <laughs> a lot of reluctance going around here now mustafa <clears throat> tries to insinuate himself into isabella's affections by the way he treats tadeo he gives him a a title, a title grand
1: kaimakan of algeria
0: what is a Kaima Khan? What, what are they supposed to do?
1: Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> it's just, I think it's, I think it's, uh, it might very well even just be a, a silly title. A sort of an honorific. Title. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
0: But of course, Tadeo then feels that he owes some sort of allegiance to Mustafa. Right. But of course, in his heart, his allegiance is to Isabella. hmm. Indeed. The thing about Isabella is that right from the start, we get the sense that she is a woman who knows her own mind, Mm -hmm. who has a very strong sense of right and wrong, who is a force to be reckoned with. You took the words right out of my mouth. She has a keen,
1: incisive mind and is always, you know, always thinking on her feet.
0: And in fact, Mustafa's household, for example, Ali and Elvira, and Zulma, her maid, they all see this in Isabella. They see right. that she is going to be a real match for Mustafa, a match in terms of her intellect and her ability to manipulate him. More than a match for, in, that, in that respect. The only one that doesn't see it is Mustafa. <laughs> and, of course, part of her wily plan is that she tells Mustafa that she wants Lindoro now to be her slave. Right. And of course, that gives them the opportunity to be reunited. And to plot. And to plot. And what do <laughs> they plot? They plot an escape, actually.
1: And in fact, Isabella sort of rallies all of the Italian prisoners and uh, and sort of brings them in on, on the plan. And, uh, of course, has another wonderful aria called Pensa alla Patria, Think on Our Country. And, um, you know, sort of arouses their nationalistic pride to to band
0: together with her and Lindoro to help them all escape. So we're in Act Two now. We are. We're well into Act Two. And Mustafa decides that he wants some alone time with Isabella. (laughs) And so he... He sends over word that he's going to come and have coffee with her. Mm -hmm. Isabella is not too thrilled at the prospect of alone time with Mustafa. Mm -mm. But this also is the opportunity for Lindoro to make clear to Isabella that he has no intention of marrying Elvira. Right. And they agree to escape together. And as you mentioned, Isabella comes up with this whole plan for... Escaping not just herself and Lindoro, but all of the Italian slaves.
1: Right, and it all centers on. I mean, she's she's very clever, and she's she's seen that Mustafa is all about these honorifics and these titles, and whatnot. And so she invents this ridiculous <laughs> order of the Papatacci. <laughs> the Papatacci. Papatacci. Which basically, in Italian, it kind of means "shut up and eat." <laughs> it just means eat and be quiet.
0: Which the complacent uh, husband.
1: Yes, exactly. The ideal husband just, you know, sits and eats and keeps his mouth shut. And she uh, she invents this whole elaborate uh, ordination ceremony uh, by which um, Mustafa is to be. Uh, uh, papatachid. He's, he's, he's going to be papatachid, <laughs> exactly. He's going to be a member of the Papatachi, but he has to go through this the initiation, initiation, right. initiation rites.
0: And she orders lots of alcohol. Aha, uh-huh, and food. And food.
1: <laughs> and no matter what he sees, he's, he's just supposed to sit there and eat and not say a word. <laughs>
0: and, of course, him sitting there, eating, not saying a word, that gives them the opportunity To leave the palace. Get the heck out of Dodge (laughs) and go away.
1: (laughs) Which they do.
0: Mustafa finally realizes that he's been duped. Big time. Yes. But he also
1: realizes at that same time that you know his idea that an Italian woman would be somehow be more complacent was completely fallacious. And he uh, recommits himself to his wife Elvira. So Elvira's is happy, Mustafa is relieved to be rid of all these Italians, and Lindoro and Isabella are sailing away happy as clams with all the other Italian uh, prisoners. And even Tadeo
0: is resigned to the fact that Isabella does not love him. He's not going to make any headway with her. Right. So they all live happily ever after. Happy ending. Happy ending all around. As one would expect from a Rossini comedy. What is it about *L'italiana in Algeri* that makes it one of Rossini's most popular.
1: Everybody's got a lot of great music to sing. mustafa has got some great bravura music. Lindoro is just one of those really high-flying Rossini tenor roles that just, you know, is taking him up there in the stratosphere all over the place. And at the center of it all, you've got Isabella, which is a fantastic Fantastic. role Mm -hmm. for a coloratura mezzo-soprano, especially someone who's got some... Heft to the voice as well as the the coloratura facility like uh, Marilyn Horne just you know she just owned this uh, in the course of her career but other people like Teresa Berganza and you know great rossini mezzos have always just made a beeline for this thing because it's um, you know it's a, it's a big star turn for them and they've got not one but i think they have 3 really great arias I mean, really Uh, Stuff that they often excerpt in concert and in recitals. Um, But in the context of this, it's just marvelously funny. And, and, uh, you know, she's a great character for them to sink their teeth into.
0: And obviously, Mustafa is a great comic role. Oh, yeah. And and that comedy lends itself to really sort of outrageous production. Uh,
1: Completely outrageous. Absolutely. Good time had by all.
0: Rossini's L'Italiana in Algeria. That's this week's Opera Cheat Sheet. I'm St. John Flynn. And I'm Eric Skelly. Thank you for listening.